Hi there, it's Megan Mitchell from Agents of Change. Thanks for checking out my podcast. If you enjoy the content, please check out my ASWB test prep courses for the bachelor's, master's, and clinical exams. Each Agents of Change course includes more than 30 key topics that closely match the ASWB KSA content areas. Our content is great for both auditory and visual learners and includes video walkthroughs, supplemental materials, hundreds of practice questions, and twice monthly live study groups with me. You can learn more and get 10 free practice questions at agentsofchangeprep.com. Hi there, this is Alex Mitchell from Agents of Change Social Work Test Prep. And today we're bringing you another social work short on the top five ASWB mistakes. These are mistakes that we've seen in countless students from the over 10,000 students we've helped pass their ASWB exams. We're gonna help you avoid these mistakes, avoid wasting time, and really master and pass that ASWB exam. And so the reason we put together this list is because you know we've all been there. We've all had that experience on an exam, whether it's the ASWB or, or otherwise, where you realize you know, you're getting into that test room, you're taking that test, you realize you made a mistake preparing for it. So, you know, from different ways that you maybe wasted time as you, you studied or even during that exam um, to maybe poor study habits that we want to avoid, we want to bring you those five common mistakes we see so that you can avoid them as you prepare for your ASWB exam. So let's jump right in to our top five list. So first mistake is ignoring the exam structure. Uh, it's really, really important to understand how exams are structured, and the ASWB is, is no exception to that rule. So we really recommend starting with the ASWB guide to the exam. You can find this on the ASWB website. You can find it for the specific exam, of course, that you're taking. And you can learn about the key KSAs, that's knowledge, skills, and abilities, that are being tested on your exam. You'll even be able to see what percentage of questions fall into each area. And this can really be your blueprint, your blueprint to creating your study plan. So don't ignore that exam structure. Really master it. Go and learn about it. Go and, you know, if you have any questions as you go through it, search those, learn about the different KSAs. It's incredibly important. Um, in addition to that exam structure, it's important to understand that not all study material is equal. Um, some study material may cover only certain parts of what's actually being tested on the exam. Um, some may be more comprehensive. So it's important as you're looking at that exam structure and as you're considering your study materials that you make sure those materials you choose match the content of the exam well. So pay attention to that exam structure. Do not ignore it. Do not make that first mistake. A second mistake we see sometimes with students who come to us is that they haven't taken practice exams. And practice exams are one of the most important things you can do in your exam preparation. Uh, they have a few key benefits. So they help you check your progress. So early on in your studying journey, you can learn you know, where are your strong points, where are your weak points. As you progress through your studying, you can use those practice exams as mile markers. They can show how far you've made it, what areas you've improved in, and what areas you still need to focus on. Another benefit of practice exams is if you treat them correctly and if you treat them like a real exam, 
they help you simulate that testing environment. You are hopefully taking a practice exam that follows a similar format to the actual exam. Hopefully that practice exam is timed, right? The ASWB exam, you have four hours to take. So treat your practice exam the same way. Uh, be conscious of that time. And it's also gonna help you with being familiar with the types of questions you're going to see on that ASWB exam. So the way that things are worded, the way that answer choices are presented. By just practicing over and over again, you're obviously going to get better, but you're also going to get more comfortable. So I want you to remember a few things as you're taking those practice exams. One, it's really not about perfection. You're always gonna get some questions wrong. So progress is the more important thing. You wanna make progress on each exam you take. And the second big thing is you want to review your results of a practice exam very thoroughly. You wanna understand the areas that you performed well in, but obviously more importantly, the areas that you need to improve on. And you can incorporate that into your study plan. Let's say there are three subtopics you realized you hadn't covered well enough. You can go right to those materials. You can review them again. You can maybe try some different techniques or some different visuals maybe to remember those um, you know, materials or those subtopics. And you can improve the next time you take a practice exam. So don't make this mistake. Ensure you take at least two practice exams. Um, Agents of Change offers two full-length practice exams, and we also recommend that you take the official ASWB practice exam about two weeks before your exam is scheduled. Uh, really important. It's obviously the same organization that produces the, the actual exam you're going to take. So their practice exam is the ideal one to take a few weeks before your exam when you still have time to make a few tweaks and study a few more materials. So take those practice exams. It's a critical part of your study process. The third mistake is poor time management. So you know, if you think about the exams you've taken in school, maybe even in high school or middle school, you know that feeling when you've looked at the clock or the teacher says 10 minutes left and you realize you know, you've only done half the exam or maybe even worse. Time management is just as important on the ASWB exam. You're answering 170 questions in that four hours. So it's really essential that you pace yourself properly. Ideally, of course, you want to finish all the questions. That's the baseline. But you even want to give yourself a little bit of time at the end to be able to review maybe those ones where you were uncertain, um, but maybe with a second set of eyes, a fresh set of eyes, you may be able to have a breakthrough on. So what we recommend is, as I mentioned before, Follow uh, a four-hour limit as you take your practice exams. Time yourself. Uh, also, try and keep a mental clock in your head as you're maybe reading through those longer or more complex questions. If you can't answer them in two minutes or so, you need to move on to the next question. Um, you know, If you're not going to have a breakthrough uh, after that two minutes, you, you don't want to waste any more time. Mark it. You can come back to it. Make your best guess. Come back to it. Uh, and then you want to find a way where you can check the clock uh, at various intervals. So maybe that's every 10 questions, maybe every 20 questions, but you don't want to obsess over it. You don't want to be checking the clock every two minutes. That's only going to stress you out. So time yourself on those practice exams. Keep a mental clock for those really long or complex ones so you don't spend too much time on them. And then find a pattern where you can check the clock, check in on your progress without obsessing over it. 
So avoid the mistake of poor time management. The fourth mistake is falling victim to ASWB misconceptions. So pretty much all of us are on social media and many of us are parts of different groups studying for the exam, uh, other social workers talking about the exam or licensure in general. And what we wanna do is provide you um, some caution. What we've seen and heard from students at times is I saw this on a Facebook group or I saw this on TikTok or I saw this on Instagram. What do you think? And really what we say is, you know, there are no magic shortcuts to acing this exam. It, it is a challenge. Um, and also, you know, the, the things that work for someone else on this exam are not guaranteed to work for you. That person may have a very different learning style. Um, they may say they only spent one week studying for the exam, but maybe they did a bunch of other things, or maybe they're just not telling the truth. And really, you don't know who these people are on, on social media. And so what we encourage our students to do is you know, focus on finding the right learning strategy and materials to support that learning strategy. So do you learn in a very visual way? Do you learn in an auditory way? Do you learn by just reading the material? Do you have to apply that, those lessons and that material to really understand it? You know, determine your learning style and then find the materials that match. Um, on the Agents of Change blog, if you search for learning style, you can find some advice for us on how to determine your learning style. You can also search for myths on our blog and you can find other myths out there. And you know, we've all fallen victim to these at times, these misconceptions or these myths. So check your, your knowledge there. See you know, that you're not falling victim to these. So a lot of great resources on the Agents of Change blog. But really in summary, be careful. Social media is just full of these myths, full of half-truths. Um, you want to find the strategy that works for you, not for someone else. So avoid falling victim to those misconceptions. And the last mistake that you want to avoid is neglecting your self-care. So we see this one sometimes where people pull, you know, an all-nighter to study, you know, right up to the minute of the exam. Generally not, not a good idea and actually is, is proven to hurt your performance. So what you want to do is find a sustainable study pattern that you can maintain, you know, things like good nutrition and regular exercise, you know, enough sleep while you're studying for the exam. And so one of the things that we recommend is build that study plan. Uh, you know, typically it's six to eight weeks to study for this exam successfully, and it's still going to be hard work, but it'll be manageable during that time period. Don't shorten it to two weeks and expect to not stress yourself out or you know, damage your self-care. Also, take breaks during your study sessions. Research has shown that you know, when you get beyond two hours of studying, your brain starts to fail to, to comprehend uh, or store or memorize the information you're seeing. So take those breaks, get something to eat, go for a walk, talk with a family member, you know, hug your dog, whatever it takes, to give yourself that mental refresh, very, very important. If you're someone who suffers from anxiety, as, as many of us do, uh, check out the tips in our blog. Again, just search for anxiety on the Agents of Change blog, and you'll find lots of tips for ways that you can practice mindfulness uh, or other techniques to keep anxiety low during your studying, but also importantly during your exam, which can be a, a higher anxiety time. Uh, and again, I I'll say this one more time, 
get plenty of sleep. Bring a snack uh, as you go to, to your exam. Four hours is a long time. It's a mentally draining exam. You want to be at 100% as you walk into that testing center and as you complete that exam. So pay attention to your self-care. Do not neglect it. Um, that is one of the big mistakes we see from the students we work with. So those are our five mistakes. Um, as I mentioned throughout, there are many more resources on the Agents of Change blog, which you can find on agentsofchangeprep.com. Um, you can also email us at agentsofchangeprep uh, at gmail.com with any questions that you have. Uh, most of our content is taught by Megan Mitchell, as you can see if you're seeing the video here, um, and she is always available to help out with any questions that you have. So you can do this. It's a challenging exam, but by avoiding these mistakes and really leaning in and coming up with a study plan that works for you, leveraging materials that match your learning style, you can definitely do this. You've got this and best of luck on your exam.